can you come to that conscious resolution? Be- I've got full chills right now. Mm-hmm. That conscious resolution that you both quote win. Yeah. Right. And that's coming at it from a love state instead of yeah. if you would have stayed at that fearful state and gone through with whatever our engagement was and not have been fully present there because you weren't honoring yourself. Just breathe. You will find your way to the heart. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Dance to Remembrance podcast. I'm your co-host, Ashley, a spiritual entrepreneur. Using my energetic gifts, I help my clients transform and harmonize their lives. And I am Stephanie, and my superpowers are love and acceptance. Using my intuitive gifts, I guide and hold space for you as you gain clarity in your life. Together, we are the co-founders of an online global community, Dance to Remembrance, or as we like to call it, DTR. This podcast is everything and anything relating to the self-discovery journey. We will be sharing the messy middle, the unlayering process of healing, and what it takes to step into full alignment with the truth of who you are. Now let's dive in. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Dance to Remembrance podcast. I'm your co-host, Stephanie, and we have Ashley. (laughs) I'm really excited about today's episode. It, how it came out was so beautifully, and we're both seeing synchronicities around this concept too in in books that we're reading. So we'll probably bring some fun little books into today's conversation. Mm -hmm. But what we wanted to talk about is this idea of, are we masking our fears with love. Like, are we like when we're doing something for somebody else or when we're cooking dinner, when we're doing all of these things, is it from a fear state or is a love state? So that's kind of the starting point. And then we'll get into, um, obviously all of the good stuff. I'm going to turn it over to you because this concept came when we were Marco Poloing, which I think all of our ideas come, we just (laughs) record Marco Polos, but (laughs) what, what do you want to bring into this as a starting Um, let's see. Well, I love this, this conversation in general, because I feel like it really pushes people outside of their comfort zone to look at it in a different way, to really challenge themselves on their intent behind an action. Um, are you really, you know, saying yes to someone out of love, or are you saying yes, because you're fearful? Like what is your really, your main driving point behind it? And I'll just share an example to kind of help our listeners like really put into the purview what we're trying to talk about here. So let's say you were invited to go to coffee with a friend. You're feeling totally overwhelmed, swamped. You don't really want to, like it feels like an obligation and you choose to go because, you know, you love them and you want to support them and you want to be there for them. So you say yes right? And you go and you're wanting them to say yes, because you want something from them. What is it that you're wanting from them? Mm. Right. You're wanting their friendship back. You're wanting their acceptance back. You're wanting to prove how good of a friend you are, because even though you have all this stuff going on, you're still saying yes to them. In truth, really though, you're manipulating the situation to try to be something that you're not because you're not honoring yourself. So the energetics behind going to coffee with that friend is not pure. It's not pure intent. It's not a love intent. You're saying yes, out of fear of how it's going to harm your friendship or how it's going to shift their perspective of you or, um, 
let's see, trying to think of other fears that may, cause it could be a whole list of fears that are really, you know, um, fueling that, but the basic intent is you're not saying yes, because you want to go be in their company or you're wanting to do it. You're doing it out of obligation. Is that, yeah. did that, did that example yeah. come pretty clear? <laughs> well, what I, you nailed it when you said, what is my intent behind anything mm-hmm. I do? Yes. Right. Is my intention in going to this coffee date out of love? Like, yes, I'm excited. I like, I want to go. If you're Mm -hmm. a generator and you know, I'll have to infuse human design in it. And your sacral says, yes, that's your yes. Like that's Mm -hmm. okay. I'm supported. I go, I love it. If, if you're feeling that no, and that like the form of obligation to go, it completely, completely Mm -hmm. shifts the energy and it's not serving you. And it's also not going to serve them. Nope. And it probably is not the best coffee date that you have had with them. Mm -hmm. And then like, okay, then we can go on and say, okay, then there's going to be layers of, they're going to walk away saying, Oh, that was really off. Like, what did I do wrong? Or what did, you know, Mm -hmm. just this ripple, like we talk about the ripple effect of love. You have the ripple effect of fear too. Yep. So yeah, no, you, yeah. Yeah. It's this, the intent, like what is your intent behind your actions? And this might be a button pusher, I think. And we've talked about that. And there's going to be times where something that we say might say, Oh, I don't know that I like what they're saying, mm-hmm. but I'm going to invite you to go in a little bit deeper within yourself and start identifying really what is your motive? What is your intent? And if there's a way to shift it, what's, what's possible, right? If yeah. you shift that. Yeah. And it's just getting curious. You're just wanting to ask that question. Why am I saying yes to this? Why am I even the point of purchasing a gift for someone else? Why are you buying them a gift? Is it from a true state of generosity or because you're wanting to give this gift to them in hopes with an expectation that they will return something like really making sure that your intentions are pure and unconditional, that there are no expectations tied to it. It's just from the generosity of your heart. It's just from a full state of love, not fear masking itself as love, which in our society in general happens a lot. Yes. We're just not aware of it. So it will make you uncomfortable when you start to sit back and you start questioning yourself, especially if you realize that a lot of the times you say yes or do something, it's not fully out of love. Yeah. And and it's the conditioning that we think we have to say yes, Mm -hmm. or that we've committed to them. And, you know, when you make it a commitment two weeks ago, and then something comes up in that two weeks time where it's now a no, Mm-hmm. But we made that commitment, you know, that, that conditioning around, you know, I'm true to my word. Well, you are true. You're true to your word, but are you true to your energy? Are you true to yourself when you still follow through with something that is not out of that love, that yes. space of love? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And with that example, know that when you say yes to something, you're probably saying yes with that full intent. And then a week from then that intent can be totally different. Things change. Yes. Like, so honoring yourself in that very moment and honoring the other person. Like what if we created a society where it got to the point that, okay, wow, this is not feeling, it has nothing to do with the other person. Mm -mm. It's just some things that are happening in my life that I need the space or whatever it is. And to be able to have a conversation instead of being fearful Mm -hmm. of when I say, Hey, Ash, you know what? I'm just not feeling it today. And I'm fearful of what you might say or what that perception of you might be about me if I 
cancel or like, instead of going from that space of fear, but saying, Hey, Ash, I love you so much. And I love myself that this Mm -hmm. just is not the right timing for this. Can we postpone it? Can we move it to another day? Can we have a phone chat instead? Whatever it is, like, can you come to that conscious resolution? I've got full chills right now. Mm -hmm. That conscious resolution that you both quote win. Yeah. Right. And that's coming at it from the love state instead of if you would have stayed at that fearful state and gone through with whatever our engagement was and not have been fully present there because you weren't honoring yourself. Yeah. Like that's just so beautiful. And I love, I love the way you worded that. Just so, so perfect. Yeah. (laughs) I have actually another really good example of this that I think it can bring it full circle. And again, like we're bringing these conversations out for you to pause and to Mm -hmm. think about in your life where you're over committing and, or not even over, like, where are you committing from love versus fear? Right. Mm -hmm. So Ashley and I were talking about this a few weeks ago. My husband loves the house clean. Like that's, that's almost his love language. Like (laughs) there's been times where, you know, I'll do something. Let me just take a step back. It's not my thing. I love a clean house, but not to the point, like it's can have a little bit of, you know, child children living in it. Like, my childhood, we just, we won't go there on this episode, but it doesn't need to be right. And I remember like realizing how much this was like so important to him. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I can lean in a little bit more. Like, so I've taken time where I like clean the house and like, I'm like, everything is perfect. I make sure that, you know, I, I know the counter that he walks into that he loves to see it. And I started doing more of these times where I'm like, okay, from this space, like, I know this is really important to him. Mm-hmm. I can do this for him, but here's the kicker. There's been times where I've done it, where I wanted him to walk in and be like, Oh my gosh, thank you, Stephanie. And he's walked in. And for whatever reason, he just puts his stuff down and he goes on his way. And then I collapse inside where it's like, mm-hmm. Whoa, can't you see that this was done? Can't you see that I did this over here mm-hmm. versus letting go of the expectation and truly doing it out of love that when he walks in, I don't care what his reaction is. Mm-hmm. And I remember having conversations with friends about it and they're like, well, that would suck if he comes in and doesn't even acknowledge it. And I'm like, but does it suck? Cause yeah. what did I, did I do it for him or did I do it for me? Yeah. What was the true intention? What was the it? true intention? <laughs> and then I can really like see that. Cause I have in my mind, those, those times where it was out of like expectation and where I'm like, Oh, look at what I did. Look what I did, honey. Look, you know, mm-hmm. look at me, look at me, give me I'm that validation that extra love from him. Yep. Give me that validation versus saying, you know what? No, I know this is important to you and I love you. And I want to honor you in this way. Mm-hmm. And then I don't have to hear anything. Because I truly am giving from love versus that expectation of validation of receiving that little bit extra love. True love comes with no conditions attached like no expectations. It's not the emotion most of us associate as love in today's society, but true love and the frequency of love is all accepting. It's without conditions, without strings attached. It's just from the pure generosity of your heart. Yes. Like, it's so different than what most of us perceive as love. Most of us perceive love as that I'm going to get this back because I love you. It's an action versus a, mm-hmm. being, a state of being. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So shifting that perspective in general, it's huge. And then we're going to be asking you to even go deeper and see where your intention is behind your actions throughout the day, behind your commitments. 
behind what you're buying at the grocery store for your family, like everywhere, look back, just pause for a second and ask about the intention. Yeah. I love this. When we were talking before, cause we always chit chat before we hop on the idea of, are you doing something out of expectation, mm-hmm. which is a form of manipulation? Yes. Do you want to, let's expand on that a little bit. Yeah. So if you do something for someone else with the expectation, just like we'll use the cleaning of the house with your husband, but you're doing it with that expectation that he's going to come home. He's going to share extra validation and love with you. And you're going to fill all these feel goods. You're wanting something from him. Okay. That's simple manipulation. Like it's not, most people think of manipulation and, oh, they went out of their way. They were so deceitful and they had all these plans to do this. Most of the time we're being manipulative and it's in such an unconscious way. It's as simple as that. Let's see if I can think of a different, okay. Attending, having your children attend all of their friends' birthday parties so that when your kid has a birthday party, they all come to your kids' <laughs> birthday party. So your kid can be filled more loved and feel more appreciated. Understanding when you're doing that and it's just the intention, that's the intention behind it is that fear intention. That's manipulation. And it's very unconscious because I don't yeah. think very many of us would say, I'm going to make sure my kid goes so that they have this huge birthday party. Some people yep. might be conscious, but most of the stuff is unconscious. Yep. It's, so it's like going, taking that pause and saying, okay, we've got a whole bunch of stuff happening on this day. My child cannot go to this birthday party because of all these other things happening. Oh, but I know their birthday party's coming up. Like yeah, just being really truthful with yourself and just, yeah, that's a, that's a really good example. Yeah. I like that. But yeah, that simple manipulation. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not just an elaborate plan. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't like, you might find some stuff. Like when I realized that they're on the house, I was like, wow, I did that quite often where I wanted that manipulated that emotional response back. Mm -hmm. And it's been beautiful to be able to let it go and true. And here's the fun thing too, is when I'm in that space of cleaning and preparing and doing it, it's pure joy instead of the grudge. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm not, I don't like scrubbing the floors. Like it's like your energy even shifts. Yeah. You totally shifted it. I think that's, it's so beautiful. When this first came into my awareness, it's when I was really working through my people pleasing mindset and storylines and everything. Cause that was most of my <laughs> childhood and adulthood. So when we think of people pleasing, that's a form of manipulation. So if, if just to bring it full circle, maybe for some of our listeners who are having a harder time grasp it, think of a people pleaser. They say yes to make everyone else comfortable. They do things to make sure everyone else is okay at the like sacrifice of themselves because they want to know that they are loved by other people. That's manipulation. People pleasing is manipulation. Like, and that can be so hard to hear and trust me, it hit me and it like hit like a ton of bricks in my heart when I had to like really sit with that. But when you're people pleasing, you're doing it as a form of manipulation. It's complete fear. No part of that is true, unconditional love. It has so many expectations attached to it. So many conditions. It's like, it was one of the more difficult things for me to sit back and take accountability for. And then what has shifted when you have taken accountability for it? Oh, then I see it and I can change it. Like simple as that, like just by witnessing it and seeing it and being like, oh shit, I do do that. 
okay, well, now I'm going to be more present when I do these things. When I talk to people, when I make commitments, I'm going to be more present in my answers and really check in first. And I'm going to encourage you, if it's difficult for you to hear this, if you're like, oh man, they're really hitting it home. Like, and you're going to feel it in your body. You're going to like feel that Mm -hmm. tightness in your chest. You're going to feel that. Then I invite you. That's when you really get to dive in. And because if it's difficult for you to hear, most likely it is showing up in your life. It's an alert. That's that, that anger that we talked about in the last episode. (laughs) That's alerting you, alerting you that something's off. Yeah. Just to get more curious with it. Mm, I love it. I wanted to bring in, I know we're both reading similar books right now about letting go. And the Mm -hmm. book I'm reading is love is letting go of fear by Gerald Jambalski. I hope I say that right. But this one, (laughs) I read it last night. I was like, of course I read this when we're getting ready to record this episode. I'm going to read it and just kind of pause for a minute and let you guys just sit with it. Because I think that there's some deep value in it. It it says, even with those people that we are close to, we often have a love hate relationship. These are relationships in which we feel a need to get something from someone else. When the need is fulfilled, that need of love, validation, whatever, we love them. And then when it is not fulfilled, we hate them. Strong word, but really think about it. Yeah. Many of us are finding that even after obtaining all the things we wanted in terms of job, home, family, and money, there's still an emptiness inside of us. Mother Teresa called this phenomenon spiritual deprivation. Throughout the world, there is a growing recognition of the need to feel fulfillment within rather to rely on the external symbols of success. When we have a desire to get something from another person or the world and we are not successful, the result is stress expressed in the form of frustration, depression, perceptions of pain, illness, and death. Most of us seriously want to get rid of the pain, illness, and frustrations, but still, we still want to maintain the old self-concept. Perhaps that is why we are going in circles because we rigidly hold on to our old belief systems. Mm. I love that. Yeah. So <sighs> I guess, you know, we had a, a self-love challenge, mirror challenge that came out. This challenge is going to be look at your relationships mm-hmm. and maybe pick just one relationship in your life right now mm-hmm. and see what expectations when you're doing something, giving or participating or whatever that is. What is your intent behind that participation? Yeah. And sit with it and and see it and see where, like, where it does show up when somebody's giving you that validation, that love, that you love Mm -hmm. them. And then when they're not giving it to you, you hate them or you distance yourself from them or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Like, oh, I've had relationships like that, right? I think everyone has. (laughs) We're real with ourselves. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes. I love it. Yeah. You can do it with your relationships and to even simplify this, if that feels a little daunting, you can do this when you're eating, like, what are you eating and taking that step back? Am I eating, especially if you eat, um, healthier or with that natural intent anyways, to really serve your body, but to make sure you're doing it to serve your body and not from the fear of getting sick or the fear of illness. Oh, this could, with what's going on in the world, (laughs) it's going to be a big ask. But to just look when you're doing something, are you doing it from that fear state or that love state, taking it into when you're eating that salad, are you eating the salad to lose weight? Are you eating the salad to prevent sickness or are you eating the salad to nourish your body? Mm. Like, What is the intent behind it? 
And is it from a fear-based or a love-based? And you'll like, we're going to talk about this so much. Like, I think this is going to be the underlying theme of this podcast. (laughs) The more (laughs) we drop, right? This dance to remembrance, that dance to shift into love. Yep. To remember your truths, to remember. And that's, it's, it's looking at your belief systems. Now we're going to a little bit later, but I I feel like this gets to come in and looking at those and saying, there's going to be some old patterns that we get a shift. And you might have been taught very early on to give and to receive. Like Mm -hmm. I remember being a young kid and you know, it's interesting that the example I brought up with my clean house now is I remember taking hours and hours and hours and cleaning the kitchen because it wasn't always picked up in my home. And I remember doing it. And then my brother walked through with muddy boots or muddy shoes and walked through the whole thing. And I fall, I had to have been like 10 or 11 years old. Like, mm-hmm. and I remember like just being crushed. Mm-hmm. And so there's this belief that I had to show up to, you know, to clean, to do that, to receive the love. Cause I associated the messiness with lack of you know, love and lack of mm-hmm. that. And so wh- what did I want? Okay. Maybe if I clean this, cause I kept hearing over and over and the house is a mess because of you kids. So if I clean yeah. this, I'll receive that love back. And then here come my brother who's unconscious about what's going on. You know, I don't care about this. And, <laughs> I just threw it. and so now I'm not worthy enough for that love. Yep. When you really start taking these things and seeing what patterns that you've picked up throughout your life and they do come, mm-hmm. we were talking about this in our DTR community about childhood and they do mm-hmm. stem from childhood, right? Yep. I, I would go on a limb and say at least 95% of the issues we have are tied back into our childhood. I'll give a 5% because we do go through some crap that's not related to our childhood through our adulthood, but majority of it is tied back and stems root is in your childhood. And I bet that 5%, if you actually did a 10 Y. Oh, I bet it can go all the way back. back down to your childhood. So yeah. Yeah. I love the way you brought in that story because as you're saying, I'm like, are you giving to receive or are you giving to give? Like if it, if it may, if it feels too hard to think of the concept, am I in love or am I fear? Bring it back to that simple. Are you giving to give or are you giving with the intent to receive? Ooh. When you give, you give to give. It, Unconditional period. period. Nothing else after that. You give to simply give. I am so glad that came in because that is yeah. the simple, simplest of it. Like, yeah, you give to give, or are you giving to receive? Yeah. But you can ask yourself every time. Yep. Yeah. It's like oh. literally a truth bomb. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, that's such, I almost, there's your challenge. Okay. Forget my earlier challenge about looking at a relationship. Are you giving to give or are you giving to receive? Yeah. Cause love has no conditions. Not a one, not a single one. And even that concept can be hard to really lean into, but trust and just lean into it. That is pure love. That is the frequency of love. That is the truth of love. I love it. And I feel, I'm feeling pretty complete unless you, you have something to add in for our listeners. I think this is a phenomenal episode and I really, truly would love to hear from you guys. Once you've sat with some of the things you've heard today, just start checking in. Am I giving to give? Am I giving to receive? And let us know what comes up. 
Yeah. You know, I'm going to kind of throw Ashley for a loop right now, but it's coming up strongly. So I'm going to just go with it. Okay. <laughs> so in the next couple episodes, we're actually going to be bringing on a member from our DTR Soul community. Yeah. So super excited to be able to share their, their journeys and mm-hmm. what um, the shifts that they're seeing in their lives. But we haven't really talked about the soul community in, in depth on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to kind of have this be an opener. Maybe we'll talk a little bit more about it next week as well. But the DTR Soul Community, an intimate space for women mm-hmm. to explore these concepts. Like this is this is the space where we get to say, okay, I, I actually am giving out of with the intent to receive. How mm-hmm. can I shift this? And I'm going to get emotional. Having a beautiful space that I can lean into and ask that, wow, this is a pattern in my life. This is something that I'm seeing quite often. And I see now, like I'm getting the spirit tingles. That's my way of saying sources like, yeah, you're on to something, right? But I see that I want to shift this in my life, but how do I go about it? And the DTR soul community is a space where you get to explore those and be supported by other women that are saying enough's enough. I want to feel more love. I want to feel more peace. I want to feel more joy. Yeah. Yeah. Who wants to live their life with the with the intention of love. So letting go of the masks that keep them from being their true selves, like women who just know that there is more to life than what they're experiencing. You know, they're done just going through life with that half-assed I'm here (laughs) driving through the carpool line, pissed off that you're, yeah, we're, yes, we're here to live your life with intention. Yeah. So when you join the community, we do, we drop weekly healing transmissions. These are beautiful, literally energetic transmissions today that dropped is all about the receiving love from the central sun. And Ashley brings in beautiful light language. It's amazing. (laughs) Uh, We have weekly sacred women's circles. Gosh. And those I think might be my favorite part. Yes. Favorite part of the community. Yes. The connections. Yes. And then we have a toolbox where we bring, you know, some different tools in there to, that can support you. And then the conversation, there's the space is always open. It's a private um, off of social media platforms. We have our own app. You just click on your phone, say, Hey, I'm looking for support and transmission. And it's all virtual. And there's a reason why it's virtual. We're always there's, with you. We're always <laughs> with you. We know you're all busy. We know mm-hmm. that you're, you are running 90 miles a minute, but you, if you're a mom, you're doing all of these things and we want to be accessible and to give you that space where you're building those, that sisterhood relationships, you're building mm-hmm. those connections and you're really being able to connect at any time, 24 seven, you're waking up from a, a crazy dream and you just want to feel some peace, go put on a transmission to sit in that energy, feel the love and be supported. With all your soul friends, all the soul friendships, like it's been such a beautiful journey, really having this community and having the support. I, I love it. Yes. Yeah. I paused because there was something else I wanted to mention. Oh, um, the spiritual integration, soul trainings. When you were listing what we do and I'm like, oh, she's missing one. Soul integration (laughs) training. So once a month, we gather and we do a training of a tangible tool that you can actually use in your life to really help you along your self-discovery journey um, and to support you. And those have been pretty phenomenal too. Yes. They, we do them on the first week of every month. So if you guys come in next month, we're doing 
Muscle testing. Muscle testing, which Yay. this has been, holy shitballs, like <laughs> so transformative for me. <laughs> I love muscle testing. So yes, we will be teaching our members how to use this tool to navigate through their journey. And it's, it has so many different uses than what comes to mind. So, so that was totally not planned. So yeah. thanks for rolling <laughs> with it as always. But um, if you want to know more, we'll obviously always have the link in the show notes and um, we would love to welcome anybody that this, that their soul is saying, yes, yep, yes, I am ready to explore. I'm ready to integrate all of these amazing things in my life. I want more and we will be here and and then we're excited to be introducing you to our members as well and let them be, have a, a place to share their stories, to share their voice. So it'll be so fun. Love it. All right. Now I think we're complete and we will send you all, <laughs> all with so much love and so much blessings as you go through the rest of your week.